about the circle being those tires on the this time. Remember, they fan out down there. So protect that bottom. Sunday drive. All right, Ross, man. Hey, cars off. Be ready. Yeah, bro, be ready. Get that bitch up. Be ready. Be ready. Green flag. Green. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Inside Pass. Another week of racing talk. I'm Randy Miller, Tom Baker, Peter Strada, Chris Murdoch. You know the whole game. We're always here doing our show. We're we, not, we never leave. We never leave. We, we live at Except WSIC. Noah. We live at WSIC. Yeah, somehow Noah escaped, but um, <laughs> supposedly he'll be back in about three weeks. I'm still waiting on my coffee. Allegedly. Any, allegedly. Um, so anyway. grow every week. <laughs> it goes from three weeks to two weeks to six weeks. Um, but that's how he counts. Um, so anyway, um, we, uh, <laughs> we're going to do something that we don't do very often. That's actually have a guest on the line. Um, it, it's been a while since we've been able to welcome a guest uh, to our show, but we are going to do that now by going to the phone line and uh, talking to the most recent winner on the uh, Arca, Menard, Arca Menards West series. Easy for you to Easy say. Easy for me to say. I need uh, my computer. Slow career. down, Randy. Um, he is uh, Joey East, and we welcome him uh, to the Inside Pass. Uh, good evening, Joey. Welcome, and uh, thank you for joining us. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. You are uh, you are so welcome. So, uh, as I mentioned, you are the most recent winner on the Arkham Menards uh, West Series, uh, having taken the win at uh, Colorado, or as we say in the South, Colorado. Um, so uh, we do. Us, we, well, I do. Um, oh. It's a Texas thing. Leave me alone. Uh, so anyway, uh, everything's bigger Texas, in Texas. Texas is a different animal. I don't it, it, it is very different. Texas animal. twang. Texas is a different South. Yeah, that, that is very true. It's deep South. Um, anyway, so back on topic. Uh, tell us about the win uh, this past weekend in uh, Colorado. Um. Yeah, it's my first time racing at Colorado um, National Speedway, and it was a really cool track. It kind of seemed a little similar to Madeira, and. Then uh, we there was no practice. There was qualifying. It was all rained out, and we went off points. And I started the race in ninth, and right away the car felt pretty tight, and I was kind of worried. But as the race went on, it just kept getting better and better. And then it seemed like everyone else's cars just kept getting looser, and I felt like my race, my car just got better towards the end and got faster. And then we just kept making passes and we got uh, some really good starts and we we're up to third and there's like 25 to go and then the car just took off and then we we're able to get the lead off with 16 to go and then we just went from there and got the win it was uh it was a real interesting situation toward the end of the race because uh Jesse Love led a good bit of it your teammate uh from race face brand development anyway and um at the end, all of a sudden, it's like I look away for a minute and Joey East is leading and there's a beast in victory lane. Uh, talk about the the last part of the race there and uh, kind of how you got from third place where you were to end up winning it. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of stuck like in fifth or sixth and I wasn't really saving too much and I was kind of starting to get worried. I thought that I was going to, oh, I just thought like, that was going to be where we were, but the, the car just kept getting better, and I'm not really sure. Mike, my, Nick, my spotter, and Kuti, from he just kept coaching me and on the line, and then we figured something out there at the end, and we just gained a lot of time, and I started third there on that last restart, and I was able to get my dick through on the restart with like 20 or something to go, and then, yeah, we just thought Jesse, it looks like he was getting loose off the corner. Yeah. And we had a good clean battle there, and we got by him. 
Joey, this season in the ARCA West Series is especially interesting. After only four of nine races, eight drivers are separated by 16 points for the championship. Are there eight series championship contenders, and do you consider yourself about halfway through the year to be in the thick of this title fight? Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a really good points battle. We kind of had a rough, the first two races were really big races with Sonoma and Phoenix with a lot of extra cars, and we kind of had a rough race there that put us a little bit behind, but I think we're going to be really good for the, the rest of the season, and hopefully we could close up the points gap a little bit. How beneficial has this year been to you, being able to jump uh, from the west to the east and run, you know, uh, run some races with uh, DGR and, and get to learn from David Gill. And how how has this year been for you in terms of you know a learning year? Yeah, it's been a great year. I learned a lot. The the Mike Make and David Gillian talk with each other a lot, and they work together, and they both help talk about what to help me on and. They just work together, helping me get better as a driver and off the track and everything. And it's really nice to be racing for them. With great, they both have great coaches and teach me a lot. This was a big step this year with all of the ARCA racing on both sides of the country that uh, you've been doing. How do you feel about your progress so far? I mean, obviously you're feeling pretty good because you just came off a win. But how do you feel about your progress so far? And what if it's... Uh, is there anything that you can talk about for next year, or is it still a little too early? Um, yeah, we're not really sure. It just kind of depends on sponsors. We want to try a couple of truck races if we get sponsors, maybe, if it all works out. That would be really cool, but hopefully, Arca, just kind of whatever works out with sponsors kind of depends. But, yeah, I feel like I've progressed a lot. We started off the year, we're good, we're fast, and we're able to get some top fives, but I feel like these last three or four races, we're able to get second at Southern Na- well, second at Southern Nationals and then third at Orendale, and then we won this weekend. So I feel like we're progressing really good, and then the cars have felt good on both teams, and they both fought really fast races. For those who don't know Joey, uh, Joey's nickname is The Beast, uh, which was given to him by the folks at Madeira Speedway. Um, Joey, you're, you and your family, you own a giant farm. You, know, you do almond, you do dairy. Talk about uh, your farm a little bit and the, you know, how big is it? Talk about uh, what you do during the week because that basically is what you are. You're a farmer during the week and a racer on weekends. Yeah, we have a dairy, and then we also farm, like, almonds and pistachios and grapes and tomatoes, and then we also have corn and, like, wheat for the silage for the cows, and then it just kind of depends on the season of what I do, but just today, earlier today, not too long ago, I was just um, driving silage truck, helping them chop the corn. <laughs> that's pretty. That's good stuff. Uh, so next up on the docket, you mentioned uh, finishing third at Irwindale uh, earlier in the season. So that's the next track on on the schedule for the the West Series. Um, a track, I, like I said, you finished third at last time you guys were here. What are you going into this race? What are you planning to do differently uh, this time around that you didn't do last time? And try to pick up two extra spots and get the win again. Yeah, Irwindale. It was. Yeah, we were probably. There's about three of us all the same speed between me, Jesse Love, and Dean Thompson. And then I felt like it just kind of came down to that restart. So then Jesse Love got a really good restart there at the end and got ahead of both me and Dean. And then, but 
all three of us were fast. It just kind of depends on the restart time you get worked on. Do you have a track so far that you've run, Joey, that just sort of, and again, I'm sure Colorado because you won, but do you have a track so far that you've run this year that just really stands out in your mind as a track that you just thought was really super cool and you can't wait to go back there again? Um, Yeah, we were really fast at Colorado and Southern Nationals. And then one of like the bigger tracks that I really enjoyed, all, we didn't get the finish where we were running, but I, felt, I really liked that track with Dover and we had a lot of fun there and ran in the top five most of that race. So what I was can't it, wait to go back. What was it like running on the concrete there compared to typical Macadam? It was really cool. I didn't realize how much we were going to be on the gas and just barely getting on the brakes. And it was just super fast. And I, I've never really had to like work with the, like the air from other cars much. And that was really cool too. That's what kind of got us at the end, but. We were still really fast. Uh, and what I what I like too is that uh, you've had to run against your boss a number of times this year because David's been doing some uh, ARCA racing as well. What's that like for you to be running against him? I mean, is it kind of uh, you know I don't want to wreck me and him both, or is it uh, I need I need to be careful with the boss, or is it just uh, race me as hard as you race anybody else? Um, yeah, we race each other pretty hard. It's really fun racing with him. We raced with each other at Dover, and I felt like he was either right in front of me or right behind me. We never he really was. got too far with each other. It seems like we're always side by side on the starts and everything. So it's really cool and fun to race with him, and he, he teaches me a lot and always shows me, like, he just helps me, like, always before the race and always has talks with me. And then he was also my crew chief one race for the first race, so. It was really cool to have him do that, too. Okay, so uh, real quick, uh, talk about your sponsors and uh, the people that help you out. Um, yeah, I'd like to thank um, yeah, David Gillian Racing and Nate Collin Motorsports for always having really fast cars and just the great teams. And then I'd like to thank my sponsors, Ag Center 59, Ag Solution Network, Richard Neat, Basilla Farms, and Race Space and FOJ and everything they do for me. So what about your social media? So if uh, anybody's on social media, how, how can they find you on uh, all of your social accounts? Yeah, you could find me at Joey East Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and then JoeyEastRacing.com for my website. Joey, we uh, we we thank you so much for uh, for coming on and joining us. I I know you know Arwindale obviously coming up this weekend. We wish you the best of luck and uh, go out there and get to win number two on the uh, on the year for you and. Uh, uh, good luck in the, uh, the the championship fight. I mean, uh, as Peter said, you're you're right there in the thick of uh, the points battle. So it, it wouldn't take very many wins to get you up at the top. Uh, thank you, thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, no problem at all. Uh, have have a good a good uh, rest of the season. So, um, Joey East, everybody, um, he's a good kid. The beast. the beast, Joey East. It's funny because he is the gentlest kid that you'll ever meet until you put a helmet on. <laughs> And then he, it's just, he's not afraid to go three wide. He is very aggressive on the racetrack. He's really, really, that he's going to be one to watch. And uh, the farm community is starting to embrace him. And I'm glad they are because, uh, you know, again, he and his family on a giant farm out in California. And um, just a lot of fun. Too. Sounds like a mini version of Ross Chastain. 
Um, yeah, kind without of. the watermelon. Without the watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are, we're going to step aside and uh, take a break. When we come back, we've got uh, the latest news in NASCAR and uh, a, whole, a whole lot more. Stick with us. We'll be back on the Inside Pass right after this. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and show the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hello, Ray fans. This is Chris Wright. Thanks for listening to these guys. So great radio hosts. You're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. I just talked to Joey East before the commercial break. Uh, Most recent winner in the ARCA West series at uh, Colorado. Um, Was it Erie, Colorado? I think it is uh, Colorado National. Yeah, Colorado Um, National Speedway. Yep. Pretty good race. I saw some of the highlights on... uh, 
on social media and, and the like. So yeah, um, Arca not, not had, quite as interesting as the East race, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But it was interesting because Arca had two races on at the same time, basically. On funny how that works. Yeah, they had the 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 West race and then the National race. Um, and of course the national race, we had, you know, once again, Ty Gibbs and Corey Heim having a disagreement over space. So this time it was Gibbs spinning Heim out of the week because Heim Heim put, yeah, because Corey bounced him off the wall two weeks ago. So they continue to, to go back and forth. And the, the interesting thing about that for me, guys, is that if you look at the ARCA series, Ty Gibbs is pretty much clean house. And when he hasn't won, um, with a couple of exceptions, it's been Corey Heim, right? But that that rivalry and the fact that it's gotten so salty between the two of them um, has really, to me, given us a real reason to watch the ARCA races this year because it is kind of, I feel like, a down year overall for the series as far mm-hmm. as, you know, deep field and, and competitive and all that. But, man, those two have really made it interesting. Yeah, but I think when you look at the series, you know, you talk about the dominance of Ty Gibbs. I think drivers are just getting frustrated. You know what I mean? Like, you lose to the same person all the time. <laughs> you just get frustrated. You're like, I'm going to wreck you now. Because, But um, I, I think it's just competitive edge. You know, Corey Heim, driving for Venturini, he's, he's got the right. competitive edge. Yeah. He wants to win races. He wants to be noticeable. He wants to go out there and, you know. And and be the have the spotlight on him, and then he keeps getting you know overshadowed by everything that Ty Gibbs does, and I think he just gets frustrated, Peter. And, and I, I mean, if I was in his shoes, I'd probably wreck Ty Gibbs too. I mean, yeah, that's nothing more than you can ask for—a great title fight between two young up-and-coming stars, and they're more physical at times than you'd like to see. But it's short track racing; it's kind of what you expect with the territory. But there is a bit of breaking news involving Arca. Daniel oh. Dye revealed that he has a mild concussion and some whiplash injuries following his run-in with Taylor Gray at Winchester the other night. Run-in? That was a run-over. Taylor just flat ran over he Turned him. left and hooked him right in the wall? Yeah, that wasn't even... I mean, I guess I'm he, not... I guess Taylor decided that he, he didn't want to get past that time. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure Taylor would probably tell us that something happened five laps before and, you know, whatever. And, you know, Daniel would disagree because that's how those things work. I'm sorry, but that was just what Taylor did. He should have been. I, if that's my series, I'm parking him. And then Taylor's also making his truck debut this weekend at Watkins Glen. Yeah, yeah, just uh, blast a guy into the fence and get promoted. And look, I think the world of Taylor. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying that that was that was dead wrong, and it was blatant. And um, you know, that's the kind of a crash that could really hurt a driver, as we now know, because Daniel has a concussion. Um, and. Uh, that's a that's a shame because you know I I just thought that was uncalled for. It's called uneven payback, and there's nothing that I hate worse in the sport than uneven payback. Daniel did say you he know. was going to try to run the the next. I don't win the next Arca races, but I think it's maybe this weekend. But he did say he was going to try to run the race. Of course, I think that's, the national series is off. That's indicative of, of course, concussion like symptoms, and you know, obviously having to oh, go no through way. NASCAR that's, protocols. They're not off. They run Friday at Watkins Glen. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah. Then, yeah, that's what I thought. So uh, to go along to with that Arca breaking news, Riley Herbst has been announced to drive the 54 car for DGR at Watkins Glen as well. He could use the track time. In the Arca series. In the Arca series. Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm sure that's a dress rehearsal, basically, for Pretty the much. Xfinity race, yeah. So that well, anytime Arca over. runs the same the same track as Cup, you always get a bunch of Cup ringers or Xfinity ringers or yeah. truck ringers in there. Cause, and, you know, Watkins Glen, they didn't run last year. 
So mm-hmm. this is the first time in two years they've been on that racetrack. And the first so, time for the trucks uh, since, since 2000. 2000. Yeah. yeah. I was going to so, say. It it's predates Matt Crafton, so you know it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I, I was on a, you know, like a racing reference website because I was looking to kind of research in past winners. And I was like, it dates back to the 90s, and you've got like Greg Biffle, Ron Hornaday, Jack Sprague. I'm like, all right, well, this is useless information now because none of those guys, <laughs> half of the truck series roster yeah. wasn't even alive when these guys won the race. Exactly. Yeah, there were some of these guys that were barely so there. point. Fantasy NASCAR is going to suck this week because i have no idea who to pick but anyway um, it's um it's really i think that that makes it interesting and and you know there's <laughs> that Watkins Glen weekend this this weekend is going to be great because you've got all that racing going on i love seeing the trucks there um you know i think that uh there's an opportunity for this to really because we're i mean we're basically down to the wire we got you know just a couple i think two three more races for for, for, for two trucks Trucks, and yeah. In trucks, too, this right? is the regular season finale. Oh, this is the finale. I was. They don't run Richmond. No, I guess no, they, they don't. don't. That's right. No. That's right. So yeah. So this is the finale. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I think this. I started to say. I think this could have serious playoff implications. It will. Well, it will. It'll, <laughs> it will it'll because it's the, the last two guys. Right. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the playoffs then for a second, it's especially when it comes to the truck series. We'll, we'll talk about Xfinity and, and Cup in a little bit, but um, we head into what, what is now the, the regular season finale at Watkins Glen. Um, how many drivers is it? Ten that make the playoffs? In yes, ten, and so eight are already decided. Eight are already in. So uh, Carson Hosovar and uh, Stuart Friesen are the final two that are in on points right now. Chandler Smith, Derek Krause, Tyler Ankrum, uh, Johnny Sauter, and uh, Austin Wayne South are the top fifteen in points. So those guys obviously have to win in order to uh, make it into the playoffs. So I, I guess the question is, uh, Peter, do any of those guys make it in, or are the ten we see the ten that's going to make the playoffs? I'd love to say this will be the coming out party for Johnny Sauter. He'll just do anything He'll be coming out of his car after he wrecks. Exactly, yeah. That's what I think will happen, sadly, for the 13 team this weekend. I don't see anyone below the cut line bumping their way in unless they literally go full bulldozer on the track. Well, there is a gray in the field, although it's not uh, Taylor. It's Tanner, but... There is, Taylor, is, the Taylor is... The oh, Taylor, yeah, that is. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor is, is making his debut, well. so... Hell hath no fury on the field. Uh, <laughs> I, um, if, if I was going to say uh, any of those drivers were going to win a race out of the ones you just named, it would be that 18 truck of Chandler Smith. He's, yeah, been, he's, he's, been, pretty, he's been pretty consistent yeah. over the past, and I think he had a good showing, if I remember correctly, at Coda uh, when he was there. Um, and, man, I wish I was at Watkins Glen this weekend, especially after going to Coda. Earlier this year, it's got me itching to go to another road course race just because of the access the fans get. When you can just walk around, you know, GA tickets at a road course are the best tickets to get because you can just walk around the whole facility and see racing from pretty much every corner. And Watkins Glen, especially in the truck series, being the uh, championship, uh, regular season championship decider is going to be a huge race. Hosts of our... um Smith and Friesen, I think, all make it in. And the reason that I say that is because if you look at the... Well, the, the, the you, can't, you can't say that. Only two spots are available, and you just named three drivers. But but what I'm saying is ten drivers make it in. I just went eight, nine, and ten. Okay, well, it's I'm already just, decided. I, hang on. Let me finish the point, will you? Out of that group, I think that Hosevar is the one that would have the best chance, in my opinion, of winning. Because I think Carson, actually, and Chandler both, but I think Carson had a good showing um, uh, earlier on one one of the road courses as well. And the ones below the cut line are are far enough back that 
they almost have to win to get in. I don't see Derek Krause. I don't see Johnny Sauter. And I'd love to think Tyler Ankrum because Tyler can be good on the road courses. But I just don't see him um, being able to uh, to go out and win that race. I think Hosevar may be the sneaky one to watch here. But I do agree Chandler also. Chandler is long overdue for a win. I just feel like if he wins one, he'll win like three in the playoffs. Well, if you're going to win races in the playoffs, you might as well start, I mean, go into the playoffs with momentum. So yeah. win Watkins Glen and then go on a tear and win a bunch of races. But it's kind of one of those things where, you know, we, we've seen the last two years at KBM, if you don't win races, you're out of a ride. So it could be one of those things where Chandler's, you know, competing for, you know, potential for him not to be in that ride next year because Kyle doesn't have a problem replacing drivers who don't win, Peter. No, he doesn't. We've seen as far back as when Todd Gilliland and Harrison Burton were in those KBMCs that they – had one year where they did, neither made the playoffs, neither won a race, and then boom, you're gone. And it happened with uh, Rafael Lassard. Um, yeah. It's happened with uh, several other drivers in, in the KBM lineup. If you don't win races, you're out of a ride. So, which is unfortunate because Chandler Smith has been on the cusp of winning races. Um, what did he finish second to the last race out? So, uh, could have won the race, you know, had right. it not been for those long, lengthy caution flags. So. I- I think your winner comes from the top six currently in points right now. I yeah. think uh, Nemechek, Rhodes, Gilliland, Hill, Creed, or Smith, uh, or Crafton. Mm-hmm. I think there's your, your – I even threw Crafton in at seven. But there's your – there's your, I think your top six or seven determined. I don't think there's going to be any surprises in victory lane on uh, Saturday in the truck race. Um, so – Top moments. I was going to try to do it like, you know, what is your top moment for the whole entire spectrum of motorsports? But since we have a little bit of time, is there a favorite moment in the truck series uh, this year that stands out? Todd Gilliland winning at Coda. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a good one. A surprise, I feel and not, like. And not only a win, but like a dominating win. He was the best truck mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh, I would honestly say that uh, the first time that Nemechek beat the boss stands out for me just because it was such a big accomplishment for John like and he was so excited to mm-hmm. to to do that um you know it uh I feel like that for me was was a really cool moment in the in the truck series I would go Nashville just because it was the first time anything was on that track in 10 years and then you got a popular first time series winner in oh, Ryan Priest yeah that's See, oh yeah that's right I forgot about that you guys went with filter yeah. moments and the moment that stands out to me is Knoxville and if, it's for the wrong reasons, but, I mean, it, you can't help but think about how, how much of a debacle that was. And, yeah, but you said – didn't you say later. top moment? Well, I'm, but it, it can be a top moment. It doesn't have to be a good moment. It's a it not a top, bad moment. It's a not top ten moment. It's a – it's, you know that, – That's I a mean, we never should do this again moment. It is a memorable moment in, in history just because it was such a disaster yeah. that yeah, you don't want to it to do happen it for again. two more years. Yeah, I, yeah. And, and, again, I, I don't – you know, I say that in jest, but I don't. I, Knox, the, the track doesn't know who's racing on it. You know, and the drivers just lost their minds. So hopefully, they learn from that and don't don't put on a stink bomb like that again next you year. You can also talk, you know, the rain at Bristol and how the the, the trucks were covered in mud oh, one lap into the heat race. Yeah, that too. Um, that, that probably is, is a good moment too. Um, so we're going to step aside, take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk about Xfinity. We'll talk about Cup as well. Some F1 stuff going on as well. Um, and Indy returns this weekend in Nashville at the road course, so that's interesting and fun. We'll talk about that too. More Inside Pass Street right course. after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. 
Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. A Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. I'm Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. No, final list and things that we talk about during commercial break. We were just talking about, you know, our the, the Inside Pass being on WSIC. We we are this is episode number ninety one of our time on uh, WSIC, and of course, we want to thank all, everybody at WSIC for uh, the hospitality, letting us have the studio space to come in here and. Do our show and uh, thank everybody for listening to us the, na- the last 91 weeks and hopefully that uh, becomes 191, 291, 391, um, and so on and so forth. Overall, that's episode 225 of the Inside Pass. Wow. Um, I've, I miscounted somewhere. We actually, it's funny, it's a funny story, it's stupidity on my part, but um, I, I missed about three weeks of shows somewhere in my timeline. So we actually had, when we did episode 200, it was actually 203. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Well, Oopsie. I mean, oh, well. government math. Government math. <laughs> Common That's, core. Who's counting anyway? Yeah, Common well, core. apparently not me. Um, but anyway, so um, welcome back to the show. Uh, we're talking a little bit about the playoffs and, uh, you know, the Chuck series, uh, of course, going back to Watkins Glen for the first time in uh, 21 years. Um, and uh, it's hard to believe that 2000 was 21 years ago. Jeez, I feel old. 
Um, so, so let's talk about uh, – we'll get to Xfinity in a second, but uh, I want to talk about uh, the – How old are you, Peter? Just turned 23 a couple – Okay. About a month As ago. I said, let's move on and talk about okay. something. No, I'm just yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Talk about the uh, – <laughs> <laughs> I'm the oldest one here, and Randy's the one being vain. You know what? You know what's sad? My, my birthday is next Friday, the 13th, right? Friday the 13th. Um, I'm, I'm going to – <laughs> See, that's I, cool. I've already marked it on my calendar. That's the day I die. So um, let's but, all get Randy a black cat and a ladder. For his birthday, that's what we'll do there. I'll just have the the Michael Myers like uh, theme <laughs> yeah. song open up uh, the show next Wait, week. Wait, no, that's is he? No, but it's still, I was gonna it's say. still better. I mean, yeah. Jason, it, it, Jason, Jason doesn't. Jason doesn't, Friday, yeah. Jason doesn't have a theme song. Michael was Halloween, right? Yes, they're, they're making a new one of those. It, you, oh gosh, you guys are not. But hey, because we can't do anything original anymore, yeah, so we just know. where I was going with the story is yes. it's my 40th <laughs> birthday, so that's where I was going. See, with the I'm going to be 40th. Twentieth so, birthday. Yes, absolutely. Yes, Peter has yeah. great hearing. Twenty 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 first birthday. Actually, I'll be legal. Forty is um, the new twenty. So, um, you've got about. You, I'm not even going to do that math. That'll <laughs> <laughs> make you. That'll make you feel even yeah, really. Please, please don't do that math. Uh, I try. I started doing that math in my head, and I kept trying to subtract instead, and it wasn't working out correctly. Um, anyway, so let's talk about the Wheel of Modified race at uh, Lancaster over the weekend. Wow, what a fantastic race that was. Patrick Emerling uh, won over Justin Bonsignor by 0.045 seconds of one of the closest finishes in Wheeler Modified history. If you missed it, go to YouTube and look it up. That is a fantastic finish. Track pass. Track pass. Um, That's what happened. Yes, track pass. Uh, And yes, please, because I did see the finish. And um, first of all, Lancaster, for for those who don't know, not because we have a Carolina audience, you it's see, so and there's a Lancaster true, yes. in South Carolina. Not the Lancaster, modifies. okay. So up in New York, there's a track that was ha- is formerly known as Lancaster. Now it's like, uh, I don't know, American International Speedway or something. It's a strange name. I don't know. They still call it La- at Lancaster. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, it's a it's a it's an old track with old pavement. But I'm going to tell you what. It is one of the raciest tracks. The Modifieds, the Super Modifieds, even the Street Stocks put on great shows there. Um and that race was the first time that they had been to Lancaster, I think, gosh, I don't remember what year. It was very early on in the tour's existence, I think, the last time they went there. Um, and, uh, boy, they just put on a great show. I was so happy to see um, the quality of that show. And... Um, you know, again, Patrick Emerling's a driver. We've seen him in a couple of Xfinity starts. Uh, and... Um, and I think that he is a guy that very easily, if he had the uh, means to do it, could could uh, be very competitive in, in the Xfinity series. Um, you know, obviously just not the budget. And, uh, of course, Monsignor, the perennial champion, uh, two-time currently. And so um, it was a that was a dynamite race. And I was so excited um, to see them back there. And, just, and that track has been restored greatly in terms of the facility and um i i want somebody to buy the place and just uh race there every week again you know it's it's interesting when you look at uh well go ahead peter i'm just gonna say bonsignor doesn't lose many modified races so to see him actually finish second in one is kind of a rare occurrence (laughs) (laughs) lately but look if you look at the scheduling that that we've gone through this year with not only the wheel of modifies but arca east and arca west and you know not so much nascar on the cup side but just how we've gone to different tracks and we've done different things this year because of COVID, you know, the schedules have had to been altered for some tracks because they can't race there still because of restrictions and things like that. But I think what it's doing is it's allowing 
people to, to see these series in new lights because, you know, the, the, these are tracks that, we, that they wouldn't normally visit on a regular yep. basis, and now they're getting to go back to these tracks again, and they're putting on fantastic shows and filling up seats, and, and I think it makes it exciting for these the, the, the grassroots series of NASCAR especially because now they're getting to go back to some of these tracks and, and putting new eyes on the on their their product, and, you know, maybe it's a situation where they, they start going back to some of these smaller tracks again and making it more grassroots like it used to be. Yeah, I hope that uh, happens uh, again. Um, the uh, the modified tour is much more versatile, I think, than um, and they're used to running. I mean, a lot of the tracks in New England are very old tracks that they race, but they're they're awesome race tracks. And uh, so their next race, uh, I believe, unless they have one more in August, I'd have to look at their schedule. But uh, coming up here in just a few weeks, they'll be back in New York at the Oswego Speedway for as part of Budweiser Classic Weekend. And I think Oswego is trying to set a record this year for most divisions to ever compete at a short track in the same weekend nine divisions <laughs> at Oswego on between Friday, Saturday, Sunday of Classic Weekend. It should be a ball there. So the Modifieds will be back there uh, Saturday of Labor Day weekend. But that's one of those uh, you know, prestigious races on the calendar. It is. So it's one of those things yep. where, you know, you, you have to put as much product out there as possible because it's a prestigious weekend. So all eyes on, you know, all eyes on the prize, as they say. So um, speaking of the Xfinity Series, let's, let's talk a little bit about the playoffs for the Xfinity Series a little bit. Bit. So you know we've got uh, what twelve drivers that are going to make the uh, the 12. playoffs yes, sir, right. um, in the Xfinity Series uh, season. So uh, let me pull up the standings for one quick second here. Of course, Austin Cedric and uh, AJ Allmendinger are one and two in the standings. But you go down to the bottom, um, and uh, Michael Annette currently holds the uh, the uh, final spot in the playoffs. Now he only has a thirty two point lead. He's still out with an injury, so all in all likelihood he will probably lose his spot. Um, in the playoffs, but uh, Riley Harps, Brandon Brown, Ryan Sieg, and uh, Alex LeBay um, are the la- the next four guys on the list. So um, obviously, one of those guys probably are going to uh, to jump frog or leapfrog Michael Lynette, uh in the uh, in the standings. But uh, do any of those guys, or who amongst those guys, uh, are the the one that's going to do it? I'll tell you what. Uh, I believe that it is possible that Brandon Brown could be the guy that does it. Brandon has run awfully well this year. He made the playoffs last year. And they're getting better and better. Um, I feel bad for Michael Annette, really, because he should be in the playoffs. And and unfortunately, uh, the injury is going to keep him out of it. Um, Brandon is definitely, to me, the one that stands out. Because, uh, again, when you get – Brandon is 41 back um, – you know, but he's only nine off of Riley Herbst, and I just think Sieg at 75, there's just, he doesn't go win. So how, you know, I think you've got to look at if anybody's going to make it, it would be either Herbst or Brown, and even they've got a pretty tall order, but I feel like Brandon could have a really strong run at the Glen this weekend and pull it off. Brandon absolutely could, but I just wanted to clarify one thing. Annette is on the entry list for this weekend. He has oh, his he last is. two races, but with the off time my for... With the all-time before Watkins Glen, I guess <laughs> he's go. back to full health with that broken leg. So, yes, he I will pilot the one. Okay. I didn't even know he, was, wow. he had been released yet. So that's actually good. He well, comes back at just the right time. Scratch that. <laughs> right? Scratch everything. Scratch that just conversation. That and that's quite the um, road racer, too. I mean, the 
the one race at Road America years ago that Jeremy Clements won, and that almost won. So yeah. he could have a strong underdog run this weekend too. But, but you got to you got to think about you know we're, we're running a road course, so obviously breaking you know the breaking and the and the throttling of those cars is going to be a lot a lot tougher on especially him having just come back from a broken leg, whether he's completely healed or not. There's still going to be pain there. I mean, you know, it's going to take a lot of workouts to, is true. to be able to match that guy with his right leg, right? Yes. Yeah, so, so yeah, I foot. mean, if he's you know if he's a one foot racer or a two foot racer or whatever, yeah. it's going to play a big role. Well, I think most to... of them heel toe at this point. So yeah, probably, it's, yeah. that's probably uh, that's probably a fair point. But um, he does have a bit of a cushion. So you know, right. as long as he can right. go and finish the race cleanly, I think uh, he'll probably be all right. Then that's because uh, I was going to say that's just really a shame to. Um, to lose a, a playoff spot over, you know, an injury like that. And um, I'm glad that he's able to come back. But I do think Brandon Brown has a chance to go and have a really strong run at the Glen. Um, not so bullish on um, Riley Herbst on a road course, which I think is why he's probably running the Arca race on Friday. Just, just for to more give himself time. a little uh, experience, yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and, and again, I think Ryan Sieg he is too far back. could be the bull in the China shop. Yeah, you never know. You, road he courses, could, you don't get many bowls. He could bow toss into turn one. <laughs> or, you know. <laughs> F1 reference for those F1 of you who don't know. Um, which, uh, I guess. <laughs> bow toss into turn one. <laughs> Just, or you could, you know, Lewis Hamilton, uh, Max Verstappen into turn one. Or, you know, but my mind bow tossing went, into turn one. To, my mind went right to sachet. He could sachet into turn one. <laughs> sort of like bow toss into turn one, you know. Um, and almost... <laughs> Dance reference or something. But that was anyway. yeah, that was out there, Randy. Uh, but uh, do you guys have a memorable moment for the Xfinity series so far this season? Um, for me, honestly, I mean, uh, boy, here again, all of them, because um, I love this series. But I, Josh Berry's win for me was big. I, I think I think seeing Josh get that win, it, everybody wanted it so badly <laughs> to see him finally go do it. That and uh, Ty Gibbs run um, at uh, Daytona. Um, to get that win, even though, you know, I'm not crazy about driving in the grass, but, you know, uh, but no, it was, um, it w- that was a big one too. But I, I just, I think Josh Berry. You took both of mine. I was going to say that Josh Berry win, considering I was there and I saw the Martinsville crowd just go electric, go crazy over Josh Berry. <laughs> it was almost like he was a rock star there at Martinsville. <laughs> but if I have to pick another one, I would say Kyle Busch's 100th win, just yeah. for the historical aspect, because will we ever really see Fair. anyone get 100 wins in a single series again? Probably Fair. not. No, so that's true. That's yeah. history in itself. My, my, mine was going to be uh, Noah Gregson's troubles, as he, he's had this year, because it's just a sad situation for me. You keep anyway. picking bad moments. Well, like, whatever. You're we'll, in a very dark mood today. We'll take a break. We'll be back more in just a second. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. 
Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, my name is Eric Jones, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. We get to go to the fun part of the show now, Fantasy NASCAR. Uh, we haven't been able to do it in about three weeks. What's that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's been so long since we've done That's it. That's what Nick asked me the other day. He's like, yeah. with Fantasy NASCAR? I was like, why? Because you're last right now? Um, so <laughs> anyway, um, go, go back to playing on your computer. Yeah. Um, let, the, let the boys talk. Um, so uh, anyway, uh, the first time in uh, three weeks we've been able to do Fantasy NASCAR. So the updated standings show uh, I'm ahead by, I can't do math, but 51 points, 52 points, 53 points, something 53. like that. Uh, 53. 53. I was getting there. Nine time. minus six is um, three. Thank you. Um, I'll remember. I'll write it down. Uh, Noah's in second. Uh, Peter's now third in points. Uh, Thomas dropped to fourth, and then Seth and Chris and Nick um, round out the field. Of course, you know uh, that's the top of the leaderboard. And the, the the top six people is that six? Yeah, the top six make the playoffs. Um, so when the playoffs start, the bottom two will uh, no longer be playing with us um, for the rest of the season. They're going to be on uh, bench duty, bench warmer duty for the rest of the season. So um, I already put my picks down, so I guess I'll go first, and then we'll just do Peter, Chris, and then Tom. We'll just go uh, clockwise this time. So um, all three series in action at Watkins Glen this weekend. So in trucks, I'm picking Ben Rhodes since he's the most recent road course winner um, in the trucks uh, series season. Xfinity. Um, I will go with uh, A.J. Allmendinger, and in a cup, I mean, it's Chase Elliott. It's a road course. I mean, how can you go wrong there? Um, so, all right, Peter, you're up. Trucks will go Sheldon Creed because he was debatably robbed of a win at Coda, the last road course race with the trucks that went to Todd Gilliland. Xfinity, I'll go Justin Allgaier. I believe he'd be the pole for this weekend, and I just like the, where that seven car is. And then, yeah, who 
would go against Chase Elliott at Watkins Glen, the track he got his first win at. Chris, in the trucks, I am going to go with John Hunter. Uh, in the Xfinity series, I am going to go with Austin Sendrick. And for a cup, I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin. Oh, maybe Daniel will finally get his win this year. All right, uh, Tom, you're up. Okay, John Hunter for the truck series because I believe in John Hunter on the road course. Xfinity, um, well, Chris picked Cindric, so I'm going to just go with uh, A.J. Allmendinger um, and take the other road course uh, obvious choice there. Um, and then in the Cup Series, <laughs> it's a road course, Chase Elliott. <laughs> You can't bet against the farm when it comes to Chase Elliott. Although Kyle Larson uh, has also won a road course this year, so yes, um, but uh, uh, Chase Elliott owns Watkins Glen. Yes, Chase has won the last two Watkins Glen races, and Martin Truex won the one, but he didn't win. Martin finished second last uh, two years ago yep. at Watkins Glen, so I guess you can't go wrong with Martin Truex either. So, um, all right. So with uh, about six minutes left in the show, I, I do want to get to the F one, uh, the F one news. Uh, not so much the. First step in the Lewis Hamilton situation, but more so of the uh, the disqualification that happened in Hungary with uh, Sebastian Vettel being DQ because they could the dumbest get, rule yes, in motorsports yes, history because they couldn't get enough fuel out of the fuel cell for a fuel sample, which is mandatory in the F one world. When you, you must pass. have one liter of fuel left in the car for for testing, and they could only get what point three? Yeah, three out, tenths. Three tenths. Three tenths of a liter out of uh, Sebastian's car, so he got disqualified because they couldn't pull enough to test it. That is correct. So he he finished the race. Uh, in second, right? In second. second. Yep. Got the podium, but because they could not pull a liter of fuel out, he got disqualified. And Tom's face is literally my Meanwhile, <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> well, I'm trying meanwhile to... Valtteri Botas took out a quarter of the field and they got a 10 craze. He, he Botas turned one, two, three, four, five, and six. He went Wii Sports bowling <laughs> and took out <laughs> yeah. a quarter of the field. Wait, and no, got I resent my comment. And, and got a ten place. Group I was on. good at Wii Sports bowling. I think I was too. Actually, I was really good at that, yeah, especially for um, the bumpers on the side. Now, <laughs> how? How? Like, dare I ask why they couldn't get a leader of fuel out of the car? Because allegedly, it's because. Left. After the race ended, he did another lap, a cooldown lap, and parked on the other side of the track. So, 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 so they tested for additives. In, so, in hindsight, when you finish an F one race, park it at the start finish line, and you know, let them take the fuel yeah. that they need, and then go on a better business. But F one has a rule that they test the fuel for additives, and so everybody at well, the, the top, however many people, have to have a liter. Of but fuel my so. thing is, so is he they, didn't have a liter left. Exactly. Correct. Oh, my my okay. my gotcha. thing is is F one cars aren't allowed to refuel. Yes. Take it at the beginning of the race. Well, yeah, but I, but I think the, the reason why they do that is because then you could essentially add the additive to the fuel can when you're fueling on a pit stop. They don't refuel. They don't refuel. They don't refuel. They, well, yeah, that's I guess they don't. Yeah, that's true. So that's actually a, that a fair be. point Chris makes. But, take it at the beginning. But, I mean, <laughs> what, three-tenths of a liter wasn't enough to, to... Apparently not. The rule is you have to have one full liter, and he had seven-tenths ah, short. So he boy. got disqualified from when second. Botas... You know, Botas half the field and only got a ten place grid penalty. Yeah, this is why I just I and and I, look, I watched the F one race this weekend and I thought it was one of the most exciting F one races I've seen in years. These okay. last three F one races um, have been some of the most uh, most entertaining yeah, F one races. Um, puts more eyes on the product. 
But it, I ju- that it's so hard because the FIA, they, they are such dunce caps when it comes to rules that, that I mean, you couldn't dream up in a, in a, a, a I don't know, a, a, a drug-induced haze. I mean, I can picture, like, somebody had a bad LSD trip when they made that. Like, I, I just... That's that, par for the course for FIA rules I and guess. regulations. Maybe, maybe they know, want the fuel sample so they can sniff the fuel. I mean, well, the thing is, like Chris said, why wouldn't you do it at the start of the race? You're not. It's you not don't, as fun if you did it beforehand. It's I don't know. It's, it's, I just it's always at the after party. I just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's. Uh, I I just think it's silly. Um, that's crazy. I feel bad because he really drove his. He did back end off to to get that second. He's such and, a popular guy too. Yeah. Battle. I mean to to uh, to have that happen and something as stupid as that. I mean. You know, speaking I, of driving for your life, how about uh, Fernando Alonso winning teammate of the century for Esteban Ocon? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if it. I, I don't think Fernando was. I mean, yeah, the net result is he was blocking, but he was trying to hold his position. I mean, you know, Fernando's a racer, and he had a race car, and he was using it. Um, and I just seeing Ocon win was great. Seeing George Russell so excited to get points for Williams. Um, you know, and tears coming down his eyes for a ninth place finish. I mean, that's some passion right there. And that's what I've been talking about. There's so much young talent in F1 right now that's so exciting to watch. And um, I think it's starting to irritate Lewis Hamilton a lot, to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's it's been ent- entertaining. But yet that, is, that is crazy to me. I can't believe they did So that. one more piece of news before we uh, get out of here. Jamie Johnson uh, is getting ready to test and uh, – IndyCar and on an oval uh, for potentially a Indy 500 run uh, potentially next year, and he's also talked about wanting to go back and run uh, some NASCAR races in the future. So uh, we shall see. He, he just couldn't stay away. Yep. Now I didn't hear the NASCAR part. Yep. He said if someone approached me with an offer, I'd probably say yes. No. Really? Mm-hmm. He misses this already. He, he, he misses running in the front. <laughs> That's well, he, was, think, he was struggling last year. Do you year think up. part of him sees Larson's results this year and is just kicking himself for not staying one more year? No, actually, I wonder if part of him is thinking, I'd really like to try these new sports cars out. Yeah, you know, I I would really be interested to see. But yeah, I mean, look, I I would love to see Jimmy in the Indy 500 field next year. I'm all for the double. I mean, um, He's strong. Oh, that would be, able be to fun. Do the double, the yeah. Coca-Cola Indy 500 double. What's interesting Definitely. though is Jim Canassi doesn't own any uh, cup cars sure. anymore, so sure. he'd have to go find something else. Oh, I'm sure Trek has a pretty minute car if he brought some. You know, well, he yeah, would, they, he would they, definitely find a they car. They would have room. Exactly so. um, four. That is it for this week. We thank Joey East for joining us, and good luck to him for the rest of the season as well. And you guys have a great week. Enjoy uh, Watkins Glen for the first time in two years. It's going to be an exciting week of road course racing, and we'll see you right back here next week on the Inside Pass. Goodbye, everybody.